Welcome to the Foundation's Report. Have you ever noticed that when a Hollywood actor or well-known person declares that they have become a Christian, that Christians get excited about scoring one for the team? How about when one of your sports legends mentions their connection with God and bows their knee, and we immediately assume they must have gotten saved? Chalk another point up. How about the secular artist who accepts an award and they say they first want to thank Jesus Christ for their win? As Christians, we all get satisfaction in hearing that someone famous has come to Christ or makes a profession of faith. I wonder why we feel like this. Maybe it affirms our own commitment to Christ. If someone that rich and famous can accept Jesus, then maybe that gives our future hope, and maybe a rich person can make it into heaven. Many times I have thought like this, and was excited to hear a rich and famous artist I knew who was saved. The only problem with that is that later when I heard about their drunk driving arrest or that their marriage split up due to their infidelity, it makes me wonder. How about when they put out a Christian album and then their next hits talk about drinking and cheating and lying? Or when an actress poses nude or stars in a very questionable movie or they are seen in a popular show using all sorts of blatant profanity. How do we reconcile these things? Maybe we say that it's their job, so we immediately justify their living a double life and having double standards. God understands that they are just playing a role, and they really are a committed Christian on the outside in real life. These things come to mind and make me wonder if they really had a true conversion. Matthew 19, 16-22 may give us a clue. Now behold, one came and said to him, being Jesus, Good teacher, what good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into the life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. This young ruler came to Jesus wanting to follow him, but after careful consideration, he realized that his riches were more important and, in the end, walked away from Jesus. Jesus then used the analogy that it is 
easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven. You know, the world has many things to offer us if we are successful according to the world's standards. Money, fame, power, pleasure. It truly appeals to our basest desires and wants. Paul said, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Life is a struggle between wants and desires according to the world's standards and what God considers important. The spirit and the flesh are constantly at war with one another. But how can we win this fight? Jesus called it taking up our cross daily and following him. The next time you see one of your favorite stars appear to come to Jesus and the next time fall away, don't be disheartened. Jesus already prepared us and gave us the answer in his word. First, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Then, reach down, grab that cross, and carry it through your day, and follow him. The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page, and on the Foundations channel on YouTube, and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.